Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, I'm going to talk about how impulse spending is keeping you broke. Now, I want you to put your hands up if you have ever been personally victimised by impulse spending. Now, we've all been there, right, where we maybe have created a budget for the month. We know logically how much money we have to spend for the month or to spend on clothes. And yet we find ourselves walking into a shop and coming out with a bag of goodies. We've walked into Zara. We've bought 50 quid's worth of stuff that we didn't need. (laughs) And we question ourselves and say, how did that happen? Logically, on a conscious level, I knew that I couldn't afford it. And yet here I am with the things. And then maybe you feel regret. Maybe you feel guilty. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you just feel a bit frustrated, but you're, you know, whatever emotion it is. Now, that happens because a lot of our decisions are made from a place of emotion. And we are living in a time where our spending habits and being aware of those emotional triggers are more important than ever. So I want to talk about why and how impulsive spending is affecting your finances and keeping you broke. So first of all, when we spend money, we're basically trying to change an emotion about ourselves or about a situation. And that means we are pacifying ourselves with spending money. So we're seeing it as this like quick fix solution instead of addressing the root problem and asking ourselves, what is actually going on? What is underneath all of that? What is it that we're feeling? Now, it's the same as when you are procrastinating. Let's say you've got a massive task ahead of you, right? And instead of sitting down, putting your phone away and working hard at it, instead you pick your phone up and you find yourself scrolling. So you're trying to basically change your emotional state in that moment with a quick fix, with something that maybe is giving us instant gratification, but it's not giving us that long-term delayed gratification. And the same goes for impulse spending. We're basically feeling some kind of emotion we don't want to feel. And I'm not going to say negative emotion because I try my best not to label any of the emotions, but an emotion that we don't want to feel, such as stress, boredom, fear, worry, and we're trying to solve it by spending money. And we think that that is going to solve the problem, right? So it's asking yourself, what problem are you actually trying to fix with spending money? And the best way to solve this problem of asking why we're impulse spending is what is the feeling that we're feeling? So you want to take some time to sit with yourself and ask how you are really feeling. Now, a lot of people find this really hard. That's why people don't meditate because they don't like sitting with themselves in silence. Or it's why people are always socialising because they don't like being on their own. So basically asking yourself what emotions are triggering me to spend is it boredom is it stress is it sadness is it excitement and when you can identify what that emotional trigger is and what is underneath 
the behavior. You can basically do what you need to do to change your emotion without spending money. So you can then behave in a way that supports you and not holds you back. So if you're sad, what is it that brings you joy that doesn't involve spending money? You know, what are ways that you can raise your vibration? If you're stressed, how can you de-stress without shopping? Maybe you need to have a bath. Maybe you need to go and do some cooking or, you know, whatever makes you feel good. And if it's boredom, you're going to hate this, but sit with the boredom. Don't grab your phone. Don't start online shopping. Sit with the boredom and figure out, because a lot of good stuff comes from boredom. And like, you hate it when your parents say it, but like, you know, when you uh, were younger and you'd be like, I'm bored. And they'd be like, go do something then. Like, go figure out what to do with that boredom. And then you usually end up like making up some cool board game or like making up some new like dance routine or whatever it is, right? There is some really cool shit behind boredom. So when you can understand what the emotion is that's driving you to impulse spend, or at least the emotion you're trying to avoid that's leading you to spend money, that is like gold. And you can use that to change your behavior moving forwards because you can find ways to essentially change the emotion without spending money. But first of all, you have to sit in the feeling. So you've got to feel it first and then find ways to do something to raise your vibration. Okay, number two is about the little purchases that you make without realising they all add up. Now, you know what they say, you count the pennies and the pounds take care of themselves. That is totes true. Like, I really believe that when you spend three pounds here, two pounds there, five pounds here, that shit adds up. Up. And the most frustrating thing about that is that it's on shit you don't even care about, right? Those little £3, £2, £5, £10 things that you're not paying attention to and it's just very impulsive, or maybe they're even more than that, £50, £20, whatever the value is, it all adds up. Now, the amount of times that I have had clients, um, I've worked with clients and we have looked back over their spending. So I might set them a task of going back through the last three months worth of their spending and they go, that's crazy. I did not realise how much I was spending on takeaways or how much I was spending on shopping or coffee or whatever it is, right? And let's be real, it feels shit. We don't want to have to think about every single thing we do, but a lot of our behaviour is on autopilot and we're programmed to do these things. So we basically want to align our conscious with our subconscious so that we can subconsciously, on a day-to-day, not impulse spend. So we basically want to make it a part of our identity that we are more aware of the way that we spend our money. It's all well and good saying, I don't want to impulse spend. I want to be really aware of what I'm spending, but that's your conscious brain talking. That's only the 5% that's working because for the rest of the day, 95% of the time we're working on from our subconscious brain, which is all these auto programs, autopilot behaviors. So a good activity to start to do this is basically go back over your spending for the last few months and see exactly where your money goes, right? It can be painful, but it can actually be so amazing because then you know exactly where all your money is going. So you can see where all these little purchases add up and just see which categories for you is your downfall. Is it food? Is it drinks? Is it taxis? Is it whatever it is, right? Then you can look at that and first of all, be like, am I okay with how much I'm spending on it? Yes or no? And then you know what to avoid if there is a certain category that is a problem for you. For example, if taxes is the problem, you can be more... um, 
conscious with your planning of routes instead of going, ah, I'll figure it out later because then you know, chances are you'll probably get a taxi. Or maybe it is food. So then you can be more prepared to take food with you or plan your food, knowing that you struggle with impulse purchases when it comes to food. So it's just starting to bring some awareness to your impulse purchases, knowing that they add up and starting to have a bit more control and consciousness over what we spend. And then number three, the way that impulse spending is holding you back from living your best life and keeping you broke is that it stops you from saving for those bigger goals right? It's all well and good doing all of the little things. But like I said before, we forget about those little purchases straight away. They don't actually mean anything. Now, obviously this is subjective, right? For me, my three pound a day or four pound a day now coffees, they do mean a lot to me. They're part of a bigger ritual. It's a conscious choice I make to go and buy coffee, right? But there's a lot of things that I impulse purchase and buy that I really don't need and I really don't care about and is holding me back from my bigger goals. So one of my big goals for next year is I really, really, really want to go away and work in another country. I'm thinking like Italy for a month. I want to take my laptop. I want to work out there. I want to live my best life, but I need enough money to cover my rent here in London so I can keep my flat at house and um, have enough money to go out there right there's only so much that would be part of a business expense I have to still pay for certain things to enjoy it right so I've got this bigger goal now the things that I I really am you know I feel emotional and I feel motivated towards that but the little purchases that I'm making that add up to 50 60 70 quid a month for example they are holding me back from putting that towards my savings travel pot Now, you work too hard to not get to enjoy your money. And if you have spent all of your money on things that you don't really care about or things you'll never remember, you're never going to get the choice to make conscious, enjoyable memories because you need the funds to do that, right? I got to experience that when I went traveling to Australia, I had 15 grand saved. If that money hadn't been there, I couldn't have gone away. So to be able to make these memories and do these big things in life, we need money. And if all of your money is going on the little impulse purchases that you don't actually really care about, you're never going to be able to get to co-create and consciously decide on how to do, on doing all of these big, exciting things. So try to create some goals that feel really fucking exciting so that when you do go to spend money, you can stop and ask yourself, does this purchase align with my financial goals? Yes or no? So for example, if you wanted to go traveling, right, drop in £100 on a random coat you don't already need when you've already got 70,000 coats in your wardrobe, half of them which you don't even wear, that doesn't align with your financial goals. However, buying a pair of hiking boots that you could take up to hike up the mountains in Peru does align. Do you feel me? That's the difference when it comes to spending. So it's not that every single time you go to purchase, you say, "Mm, could I be saving this money? Because technically we could say that about everything, but we're never going to save every single penny within our, you know, from our paychecks. There's always going to be some that we do want to and have to spend. So it's just asking yourself each time you go to spend that money, is it aligned with my goals? Now, I find this really exciting because then it allows me to still enjoy spending and still have the opportunity to go out there and enjoy my money, but it is still aligning with what it is that I'm working to in the future. And weirdly, I kind of end up like, and this is the same for everyone, you end up pulling your future towards you because you're becoming the person who is working towards those goals. And that shit is powerful. And it also helps remove some of the guilt that we feel about spending because you know that 
a lot of the time when we do feel guilt, it's because maybe we're not working towards like, these bigger goals or our money's going on things that we don't feel happy about or that we're not being conscious. So with that in mind, by asking yourself that question before you go to spend, it means you can actually enjoy spending, which I am a big believer that we deserve to feel good about spending as well as saving and investing. So if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I do impulse purchase, I do it all the bloody time and it's really pissing me off and actually it's time for me to stop. I hope that this episode has just brought to light the three ways in which it's not serving you and some tips that allow you to move forward and to reframe the way it's happening and start to change your behaviour. So if you found this episode useful, please do come and let me know. I would love to hear what little financial wins you're going to have off the back of this. And I hope you enjoyed the episode and you have a great week. And until next week, I will see you later. Bye.